California is working really hard to screw itself. I mean straight to hell, like a drill drilling through the Earth's core, looking for the hottest point and trying to find Satan. They're trying to screw all its citizens. And it's working. Uh, I, apparently there are gay penguins in the London Zoo. And the London Zoo doesn't want to be a bunch of bigots, so they've decided to be diverse and go woke. And Monopoly has decided to correct its original patriarchal, patriarchal board game. Oh, and there was another democratic debate. But whatever about that. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, I couldn't skip Friday because there's just a ton of stuff that happened this week, and I decided to have a conversation about it. Um, yeah, my girlfriend and I are still broken up, so I basically am living the dream, I guess. I don't know. But it, it seemed like a good night to do a podcast, and there was a ton to talk about this week. And I have a feeling there's going to be a ton to talk about next week. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is the uh, California. California is apparently really... California is continuing to screw its citizens in the dumbest way possible, and they're too stupid to realize it. I don't know what the story is with these people, but this is from Vox, and, and by the way, when you're doing a podcast or you, you do something, and you know, folks, I'm pretty conservative, just always remember, um, always pick uh, publications and I use publications loosely, it's just opinion, but pick some stuff from really weird publications like Vox. Vox is way out there, really, seriously. And um, uh, Huffington Post, they've got a lot of great stories. As a matter of fact, I would stop listening, I would stop watch, uh, watching or reading Fox News on the internet or Drudge Report or Daily Wire, which I subscribe to, and you should, because I've got a couple of stories about that. Um, and, and go to Vox. Don't pay for anything. But go to Vox. Go to Huffington Post. Actually look at these websites, because they are just... They are fodder for crap. It is awesome. So, according to Vox, um, the first... California has passed several laws that are just like, wow... Wow. Um, they've never worked in the past. They're not going to work in the future. I, it's, it's, California is the example of the country where tyranny doesn't work, where regulation and pissing on its citizens just doesn't work. And yes, I'm probably going to, I'm not going to cuss big time. I'm not going to use the F word or anything, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to speak truth here. Uh, so they passed they passed three laws this week, and they actually passed four, but I couldn't find the other one, so I'm going to assume that doesn't exist. The first law is AB5, which states that companies can no longer, quote, misclassify, end quote, workers as independent contractors, and has passed, and through the California Senate, has passed a bill that would allow something called a, a misclassification of an independent contractor as an employee of that company, which basically means that employee is has the benefits of a full-time employee. 
This bill is expected to be signed by Gavin Newsom, which is not a shock. Gavin Newsom is kind of like a, a Ken doll. I wish I could take responsibility for this. I can't. But Gavin Newsom's like a Ken doll. He looks like a Ken doll, and he's got the brains of a Ken, Ken doll. And I have torn the heads of, off of enough Ken dolls when I was a kid to know there ain't nothing there. Uh, the law will mostly affect companies like Uber and Lyft, but it will also affect trash uh, uh, custodians. Um, it'll affect uh, trash folk. It'll, it'll affect quite a few people, but for the most part, this was targeted at Lyft and Uber. Employers will now be on the hook for overtime, health insurance, and retirement benefits. Even though these people kind of work when they work. they it, it, Like Uber. Uber, a person can work two hours a week or zero hours a week, and they or they could work 90 hours a week. Um, so in other words, Uber's not scheduling these people. Okay, great. This bill will also allow employees to have been, who were misclassified, and I've got air quotes there, the ability to unionize so these people can actually become unions. Um, so, as you can see, tyranny is alive and well in California. And when we get to the next two stories on California, you're going to see it's really alive and well. But I'm happy about this law. I, I, I think because I think it's just going to make things worse in California. And it's going to make things worse in California for the people that aren't driving in limousines or taxi cabs because they can't afford them. Then maybe the people are actually going to see that, hey, things aren't working here. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a public transit guy. I, I take the train. I, I'm, I live in San Diego. I take the train. I'm really good with it. I, I really like it. I enjoy it. And every once in a while, when I'm drinking too much or whatever, I'll take an Uber to get to wherever I'm trying to go. Now what they're basically saying is Uber is the employee, the Uber driver who's driving his car, whatever. By the way, the Uber driver who voluntary, voluntarily took that job. It wasn't like this guy was forced to take this job. He took this job voluntarily is now going to have to get paid benefits. And guess what Uber and Lyft are going to do when this happens? Yeah, they're going to say, no, thank you. We're done in California. And then meanwhile, I got to find a taxi cab when I've been drinking too much. Or better yet, I'm just not going to go and uh, go out and deal with the bar. Because I can't afford a seven-minute drive that's going to cost me $40. I'm just going to say skip it. I'm just not going to go to the bar. I'll drink at home or I'll sit back with my the people I, I'm living with. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. This law is going to make California worse because they're going to take companies that were successful and they're going to limit what they can do. And those companies are not going to stay here. No problem, we'll stay in New York. And then when New York does it, we'll drop it. Yeah, they're going to take a hit because New York and California are obviously very busy. But the reality is, all right, forget it. 
But this is something that California also doesn't get. You are now taking people... The people who actually drive for Uber or for Lyft are driving for Uber or Lyft for a reason. Either they're in between jobs or they need to make some extra money. To become an Uber or Lyft driver requires like the minimum. All you have to do is want to be an Uber or Lyft driver and they will hire you. It's that simple. Now, if California has a problem with some of their practices when it comes to, well, I it took me 45 minutes to drive to the first destination, and it was a 10-minute destination, so they ended up losing money for gas and, you know, compared to the actual profit that the driver is making. I, I kind of get that, but what I do not get is now you are going to unemploy possibly hundreds of thousands of people who do Uber and Lyft because they should have health insurance? They should have retirement? They should be able to unionize? No, I think Uber and Lyft, they're a, it's a billion-dollar company. They'll just say, yeah, okay, we'll close it down. Never mind, we won't do California. We'll still make good money. And all those people, the hundreds of thousands of Uber drivers that are in California will end up without jobs. That person who got laid off and had a, has specialized skills, who can't get a job right away, I was like that, will not be able to drive and make money to ends meet. That, that person who is actually trying to make ends meet without begging money from the government will not be able to do it because, oh, well, we'll they cut him off, and then she or he is going to have to ha find a job at 7-Eleven, get shot because some robber, which, by the way, they don't throw in jail anymore because, you know, crime is not a crime in California anymore. Uh, it, it's stupid. It's just a crappy law. It doesn't solve anything. Now, if you read the Vox article that I actually posted on my show notes on my website um, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com you can read it and all the people that said how great this law was were was were all doctorates, professors at universities they didn't interview anybody else they didn't interview they didn't even interview someone who worked for Uber or Lyft or DoorDash, or any of those different internet companies. They interviewed professors. Well, here's a newsflash. Professors don't live in reality anyway. A professor in Stanford doesn't know what it's like to work. A professor at Berkeley doesn't know what it's like to work. They got their degrees, however they got their degrees, and so they do whatever they do. It's, it's stupid. It's idiotic. And that shows Vox. That's why I love listening to Vox. And we're going to get to Vox a little later on. We're going to listen to a bunch of stories from Vox. And Vox is a evil, evil, evil organization. So, California, there's another crappy law for you. In another ingenious move, uh, California decided to create housing for the homeless. And the state legislature just passed a bill that would allow statewide rent control. The law would limit rent increases to 5% after inflation. 
Okay, there's a big asterisk there because that means increases in rent could go up. So the inflation, if inflation goes up about 2% a year. So basically, uh, landlords can raise rent. If it's a normal year, they can raise rent between 7 and 7.4%. It also disallows evictions without cause, which is what Newsom believes the problem is with the homelessness. Again, Ken, uh, Ken Newsom. We should call him Ken and Barbie Newsom because, again, all physique, all good looks, no brains, nothing else outside of that. I have three problems with this whole discussion. I have three problems with this whole law. Uh, the first is cities and the cities and the state has already tried to regulate the hell out of landlords. That's why rent is so expensive. They have regulated them beyond all belief. If there is a crack on a staircase, you have to fix it. My family used to own apartment buildings that were under rent control. Santa Monica, there were a couple in Los Angeles. Um, they were they never made any money on those apartment buildings and because they were bled by the bureaucracy. So in other words, what the state of California wants to do is they want to really just... I'm trying to think of how to say this without using it. They want to screw the landlords with regulation where they have to spend money in order to be compliant and then they want to say well you can't raise your rates anymore so whenever a bureaucrat comes over there and wants a permit for something or wants something fixed the guy has to fix that but he actually has to fix it out of his own pocket he can't charge anything else this is the same problem that um uh, minimum wage is. You guys don't understand. The owners are not going to put up with this garbage. So, my my family couldn't wait to get rid of their apartment buildings, but because everyone knew about the problems, they had trouble selling their apartment buildings. They got lucky eventually, and they ended up selling them all. But the fact is, ugh. The second problem with this is. This will just reverse the issue of a housing problem. The housing problem will not get better because of rent control. The housing problem will get worse. If you are, imagine this, you're a landlord, you got to buy a property in Los Angeles to, to actually have apartment buildings. Okay? So, you're already spending a ton of money. And then you have to go in and you have to be regulated beyond all belief and then you're limited on how you can raise it. Why would I buy a property to build an apartment building? I might as well buy a strip mall that has nothing but uh, rub and tug massage parlors, liquor stores, a 7-Eleven, and hopefully a crack addict in the back of the store. I, I, there's no reason for it. It's stupid. I'm not making any money on that. So I, 
it, it, it's so frustrating when these people don't realize that they're doing the opposite of what they intend to do. Rent control? Here's the problem with leftist thought, and we're beyond liberal thought. This isn't liberal thought. We had liberal thought back in the 80s. All right? This is leftist thought. This is communist, tyranny kind of stuff. Controlling everything does not fix everything. Government sucks at everything. Government needs to go away and deal with what they need to deal with. And this is not going to fix the crisis at all. We're going to get to number three in a second. I'll tell you exactly why it's not going to fix the crisis. Because it's not going to fix the crisis. All you're doing is making it harder for someone like me. Hey, newsflash, I don't live in a great place. I live in a little hut. It is hotter than hell in here right now. The reason I am not having a video is because I can't afford the $2,000 a month rent in Vista, California. I can't. It's crazy. $2,000 a month rent for a one-bedroom apartment? Are you freaking kidding me? Come on, guys. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But here, finally, the real reason this is an absolute failure is because the state is assuming that the reason people are on the streets is because they can't find a place to live. That's just not the case. Most, not all, but I'd say easily 80 to 85%, are on the street because they are unable to function well enough to be able to afford an apartment. They are drug addicts. They can't hold a job. They can't make money. They're too busy buying drugs. They're living on the streets, getting leprosy, getting typhus, getting hepatitis, getting bubonic plague. They are mentally ill, so they can't even conceive of things like you got to pay your rent on the first. So they're on the street, sometimes taking drugs to ease their pain. They're getting hepatitis, they're getting typhus, they're getting leprosy, possibly getting um, bubonic plague. Or they just don't want to hold on down a job. They'd rather just live on the street. There are people that do that. And I'm saying that's not 100%. I know people that lived on the street. And they lived on the street because they had to. They lived on the street because they were stuck. They couldn't do it. There are people that do that. I know people that did that. I know people that did that. And basically it was always government that didn't that helped others. They didn't help them. And those people needed the help and they couldn't get it. But those are very small. Maybe 5%. Maybe 10%. But definitely no more than 10%. Because I got news to you. The reason I'm not in the street right now is because I busted my ass. I decided, you know something, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna be fine in a year, but I need to actually conform to my situation. And some people, conforming to their situation means I gotta live in my car. That's not most people. 
that's a very few people. And I respect those people. And I understand those people. Okay? California is avoiding the problem. We've talked about this in the podcast. We've talked about it. And you, you know I'm passionate about it because I think about this constantly. I look at my life. I look at my paychecks and I, I just think to myself, oh my God, how, why am I living like this? You know, there was a time I was going to leave California. I was going to move to Texas. I was going to move to Tennessee. I was basically going to run away from the problems. I'm not going to do that anymore. And I realized I'm not going to do that. Because there's no point. It, what we need to do is fight. I, I, The Daily Wire, you should subscribe. I'm going to say that more than once tonight. I, the Daily Wire basically said, I love California. Why would I leave? The weather's great. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful city. But I'm going to fight. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to fight. This is a stupid law. Lib- Liberals need to be called out on them. These people are crazy to think some of these, some of this garbage is actually going to work. It's not going to work. This is a failure. And the only thing I can hope, and I, I can hope this, because here's the thing. I hope this only because none of these laws affect me whatsoever. None of these laws make my life easier. They just raise my taxes. I make too much money. They don't care that I don't take home any of that money. They only care about what they can do for everyone else. And what they can do for everyone else keeps them elected. I mean, this was a state... I gotta I gotta question some things. This is a state that I think we really need investigations on how these people get elected. This is not a conspiracy theory. And San Diego, I don't know who voted for these people. This state voted to keep a 54 cent tax on gas. We are spending over, we're spending close to $4 on gas. And everyone seems okay with it because we've got to protect the environment. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. California avoids problems. That's what we do here. That's what leftists do here. And the leftists that actually make these laws are living in mansions. It's the elite versus the little person in California. And I'm not even done with California law. Let's start this whole part with a story. Uh, I, I gotta believe you guys like some of my stories. So this is a real story. This happened when I was about 24, maybe 23 I was young. I got a job at a grocery store. I was a checker at the grocery store. Well, one day, the power went out at the grocery store. And we had a ton of customers. Just an absolute ton of customers. And there was questions on how we're going to figure out what to charge these customers. Now, I was not a manager, a general manager, or anything like that. I was literally a checker. And I was looking at the manager and I was saying, okay, well, let's just calculate it. We know what's taxed. We know what is not taxed. We know what is um, what the tax rate is. Let's just get calculators and type it all in and figure this stuff out. There were six other checkers. I, 
This is no joke. I, I am dead serious here. Well, one of the checkers said, well, I don't know how to do that. What do you mean you don't know how to do that? That's basic math. Multiplying, you know that hot food, you know that convenience food like candy or sodas, they have a tax. At the time, there was no CRV or anything like that. So you didn't have to calculate that. But even if you did, okay, well, CRV is three cents a can. You can figure that out too, right? I said, well, I just let's, let's, we had a calculator. I mean, it wasn't like we didn't have calculators. We could figure this out. I kid you not. Something that I learned in the eighth grade was something that no one else could actually figure out. So I walked from check stand to check stand to check stand. There were five of them. Well, I was the sixth, but there were five check stands. And I actually calculated the food with the tax. The food without the tax. I came up with a total. They took the money. Of course, they had to take cash or check. At the time, checks were a big deal. This is this was in the mid '90s, so this wasn't. And I was able to go back, and I was sweating. I won't lie, I was sweating. When the power came back on, I still had to do it because the, and no one even wanted to learn how to figure out tax, how to multiply tax. I mean, God, we had a, a six point. 25% tax. So you multiply taxed items by 1.0625. I'm going to give you a mathematics lesson. And then you add in all of the other non-taxed items. You just have to basically separate the taxed items from the non-taxed items. I learned this in the eighth grade. None of the, but here's the difference. I went to a private school. These people actually taught me mathematics. They, I, I learned mathematics. To this day, when Josie and I were together, God, I hope, oh, never mind. When Josie and I were together, I used to calculate tips. And Josie would say, what's 18% tip or what's a 15% tip or what's a 20% tip? I do it in my head. It, it, I, I understand percentages because it's something that my school actually busted their chops to teach me. I learned it. I use it almost daily. And nobody else knew how to do it. California education system in the United States is one of the worst. In California, it's one of the worst in the country. Which means our education system. Hey, our state is one of the highest, has one of the highest GDPs in the world. We could be a country by ourselves, yet our education system is completely screwed. Kids come out of California schools, they don't know how to read, they don't know how to write, they don't know any science, and they can't calculate 4 plus 6. And then when they calculate 4 plus 6, they wonder why, well, why is 4 plus 6 10? I feel that it should be 11 today. I mean, seriously. But they do learn about climate change. They do learn about diversity. They learn about the 63 different pronouns that we need to use. And they do know 
how to have anal sex. If you have any issues with that, listen to my past podcast because they just passed a law on that too. Well, they may not be able to get into a college. They may not be able to get good jobs. They may not be able to deal with the hardships of real life because real life has hardships, but they are entitled. I mean, that's the good news. At least they think they're better than they are. I mean, that's awesome, right? That They learned that in school. I'm on Twitter all the time, by the way, at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. And almost every day there is always a video of some spoiled brat yelling at his teacher because... That teacher did not want him playing Angry Birds on his iPhone 10 that his parents bought him. At that point, at least the teacher could kick him out and possibly suspend him. That's great. Now they can't. Our kids are way too entitled and not at all to be disciplined, according to Gavin Newsom. A law was signed today... Uh, this week that basically said that kids who had disciplinary problems in the classroom could not be suspended. Now, I don't... I don't know. I Maybe I talked about this before. I'm going to assume I didn't. But our kids need discipline. They're not getting it at home. Our family structure is broken. The home, the parents at home want the schools to raise the kids. That's really a bad thing. I think part of the reason that Josie and I broke up was because of this. The kids need to be taught the right things. And and here's the other thing. I'm not a huge fan of teachers. I think teachers are also entitled. When I see, oh, we're going to award a teacher another award, blah, 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 I'm so sick and tired of hearing that. Teachers do not work any harder than I do. Do you know why I know that? Because I was a teacher. They do not work any harder than I do right now. So why don't we have a network admin award? Why don't we have an award for the guy who can flip the burgers the fastest? But we always have teacher awards. Well, I now we see why they have teacher awards. Because they have to put up with bullshit. Sorry, I knew I was going to cuss. Uh, I can't... I don't know how to actually yeah, bleep it. But whatever. I know that teachers put up with a lot of crap right off the bat. But this is not going to stop it. This is why people who are certified, who are competent to teach our youth, are not teaching our youth. They're either going to college or they're getting a real job. Why is Condoleezza Rice not running for the 2020 election? Because she could definitely primary uh, Donald Trump. Why isn't she running for the 2024? Why didn't she run for the 2016? She didn't. A black woman, by the way who I think is the most qualified to be president in the world because she doesn't want to put up with the crap. That's why. And that's why we don't have any great teachers in California. I'm so sick and tired of hearing California sit back, teachers, 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 and then they sit back and say, okay, yeah, you can't do that anymore. 
Yeah, I know the kid's a jerk. He threatened you with a switchblade, whatever. He threw a trash can at you, but now you can't suspend him. He's got to be able to go into your classroom the next day. It is absolutely terrible. So here's the thing. Um, our kids, they're entitled. They're not disciplined at all. They're uneducated. They have no work ethic and are completely unprepared for life. But they're also facing day-to-day difficulties. They're just, they can't handle day-to-day difficulties. And then we wonder why they walk into schools and start shooting people. Because they realize once they're out of high school, guess what? Now you got to get a job. Now you have to impress people. Now the tattoo on your forehead is prob- was probably a bad life choice. But we're going to accept that. And we're going to call the kid that wasn't hired at um, uh, Nordstrom's or wherever. We're going to say that kid, he was being discriminated against. Well, it's just bad. So I tell you what, with those three laws in California, and by the way, they did pass another one, which was really questionable. Not necessarily a bad thing. Probably not constitutional. Um But let's just say, you know what? Good job, California. Way to go. Not facing any of the problems that we're actually facing today in this state. And I'm going to stay in California. I'm going to whine and cry. And whenever someone says anything to me, I'm going to tell them, are you nuts? What is wrong with you? Did you both vote for that 54 cent gas tax? When it was actually, there were a group that was trying to repeal it? Good job, California. This next story is so effing dumb. I don't even know how to introduce it. So I'm I'm not even going to bother trying. I'd love to find something clever and say, Oh, yes, uh, blah, blah, blah. Here's a joke. It, it, it's impossible for me. I wish I was smart as Dave Chappelle or... Louis C.K. or any of those guys, I I can't do it. It, it, This is it. This is from the Daily Wire um, from Michael Knowles. So I'm I'm quoting a lot of his stuff, and it was just because it's perfect. It's just so dumb. I a London Aquarium has announced that two lesbian penguins will resist quote traditional sexual stereotypes. End quote, while raising their adopted chick. Penguins will resist sexual stereotypes. Okay, they're penguins. Birds. Birds that can't fly. They're too stupid to fly. But, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Let's, Let's move on. This is all quoted from uh, Michael Knowles' piece. It was a great piece. From the Daily Wire, please subscribe. I don't know why Ben Shapiro hates him, but it is what it is. I think it's a joke anyway. Four-month-old Gentoo will be the world's first pig... Okay, will be, quote, the world's first penguin not to have gender... It's gender assigned. Sea life... London exalted. <laughs> it's a penguin. Here's the thing. 
penguins gender are they're not assigned that's what they're born with it's nature they're born they're born the bird was born i don't even know if this bird was a freaking male or a female they won't say it the general manager graham mcgrath said quote because i don't want you to confuse that i said this while the decision may ruffle a few feathers, oh, there's a pun. That's me saying that. A few gender neutrality in humans has only recently become widespread topic of conversation. However, it is completely natural for penguins to develop genderless identities as they grow into mature adults. End quote. And here's my quote, B.S. So it, it gets better. It gets, this is, this story is just driving me crazy. In 200 years, people are going to look back at us and say, what? No, they won't say that. They'll say, WTF? What were you guys thinking about? What, what were you guys thinking about? You were killing babies. You were assigning genderless things to penguins. Men were cutting off their penises and you were calling those men women. Oh, I, I can't wait. You know, I hope to God very soon they discover a something that can make us live to 400 years. Because I really want to be there when they come up with this crap. Okay, so let, let's move on. The Sea Lion London announcement recalls the similar episode 15 years ago when the New York Times feeded two allegedly homosexual penguins at the Central Zoo. Now, mind you, the Central Zoo is in New York. So, gays in New York, not a shock. The discovery, and by the way, when this happened, they were trying to discover the gay gene which they never discovered, but they were trying to discover this gay gene. Okay, so let me continue on. Quote, Roy and Silo, two chinstrap penguins at the Central Park Zoo in Manhattan are completely devoted to each other, wrote uh, Gray Lady. I don't know where that came from. Uh, for nearly six years... There's starting the quote for nearly six years now, they have been inseparable. They have sex. Silo and Roy are two, I can't pronounce that word, a bit gay penguins. When offered female companionship, they adamantly refused. End quote. The zoo, and I'm still quoting from the piece, the zoo even went so far as to take an egg from a normal penguin couple and let the, quote, gay penguins, end quote, raise it. The baby penguin was born and taken care of, but the story had a sad ending, and that's me. Roy and Silo hooked up with female penguins. They weren't gay. They were just hanging out. Me and Elmer... Who's Dave? But Elmer hung out today. I'm not gay. Dave's not gay. We hung out. So uh, to sit back and and sit there and say, okay, these penguins, they 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 dig each other. 
they're going to hang out. They probably peck each other. They're probably fighting and everything. But here, here's here's the thing that really flips everything about about the piece. The penguins were never actually viewed to have had sex with each other. So Silo and Roy, where did they come up with those names? Silo and Roy, no one ever saw that they had sex together. It was never retracted. There was never a correction. And meanwhile, Silo and Roy, hey, maybe they were teenage penguins. They just liked each other and chicks were gross and all that stuff. And ooh, chick penguins. And then they they grew up and they realized that chick's kind of hot as he's scratching his pimple on his cheek. And then they decided to hook up. I mean, it's so freaking stupid. Uh, have we gotten this stupid this isn't a study. This wasn't a. This isn't a study in London. This is. These idiots are actually trying to raise a gender-neutral penguin chick. This, they're trying to let two quote lesbian end quote penguins raise this chick. I, I mean, my God, has anyone seen March of the Penguins? Great movie, very disturbing movie. If you're if you're one of these woke scolds or anything like that, yeah, gender you need to learn about the penguins. The male penguin actually raised the egg, while the female penguin, after she laid the egg, she had lost a lot of fat, went back and started eating fish to, to build strength and the male penguin's responsibility was to take care of the egg. This is, by the way, this is normal nature. The other thing that no one points out is that there are actually only two species of mammal that have sex for pleasure, which is what homosexual sex is. Dolphins, and you guessed it, humans. There is no, even whales have sex to procreate. Penguins are having sex to procreate. Now, maybe they get confused. That doesn't make them gay. Oh, my God. This reminds me of a story back, way back. I mean, this was literally, I think this was in the... the this was in the late 80s, where in Santa Monica, they actually handed money for a grant to study the sexual behavior of, sexual behavior of seagulls. They had the belief that seagulls were actually, 60% of the seagull population was gay. Now, I can't remember if it was they were a lesbian or they were... Gay, gay, man on man, gay. Oh, the, I, I, what the frick? Uh, I, I don't. And listen, I've seen birds have sex. It's not that complicated. They, 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 they don't seem to enjoy it. But anyway, it, it they spent a couple hundred thousand dollars on discovering whether sixty percent of the seagulls in Santa Monica were actually gay. I kid you not. I need to look this up. It was so long ago, I don't even know if it has a web link. 
But I can tell you one thing. I never heard of that. As I never heard that essay again. I never heard about that study. I. This is so bad. This is so dumb. Uh, there is no gender-neutral chick because nature is nature, and nature is nature. Period. And this is why I shouldn't have mentioned Elmer's name, which is Dave. I should have, because now he's he could get attacked because the 14 people that actually listen to this podcast might light a fire in front of his house if they figure out who I am. I don't know. We'll see. But, but the you know what? I'm willing to risk it. Let them light the fires. I'm pretty sure Dave, he learned how to shoot rubber bands this week. He'll be okay. I'm sure he'll survive. But here here's Elmer. I'm sorry, not Dave. Elmer. Hey, whatever. Here's the thing. Have we gotten so stupid that we ha- we cannot even tell that animals are animals, humans are humans. Humans there's no gauging. There's never been a gauging. If a man cuts off his pe- if a man slices his penis to make it into a vagina, that does not make that man a woman. If a woman decides to I don't know what they do with that if they stick it in. I, I have no idea what a woman does to make a penis. But I'm telling you, if they use her, if they use her equipment, it ain't going to be a big penis. It's still a woman. Do you know how I know that's the fact? Because trans men have gotten pregnant. And there has never been a trans woman that has gotten pregnant. In case you don't remember the difference, trans man means it was a woman who became a man, and a trans woman is a woman who became a man. Yeah, I think I got that straight. Okay, I've had a beer, so I don't know if I'm straight. It's so stupid. And it was a waste of money to even look at this stuff. I think this is a hysterical story. And I think we have gotten woke. We have woke culture has gone absolutely insane. And I wish I was going to be around 100 years from now, maybe 50. We, we may not have to wait that long because I think woke culture is going to get a real shock. People are going to say, you guys really did that? Ugh. So Monopoly got woke this week. <laughs> Monopoly, it was a freaking game. Hasbro has decided to go woke with their next version of Monopoly. And by the way, uh, Hasbro has more versions of Monopoly than I have genes in my body. They are they they come up with this different crap all the time. And I guarantee you that when I start looking this up on eBay, the new Monopoly game is going to be like seven thousand dollars because I really want to buy it. I but I the last Monopoly that was woke I couldn't buy it. It was too expensive, literally two thousand dollars, and they made like three sets. Uh, well, anyway, I'm I'm digressing. Uh, they are making a Monopoly game that will pay women more when they pass go because of the historical gender gap. That was an intentional pause. I, I'm just like, okay, okay. Well, here, here's here's what um, CNN says. Uh, uh, quote: Unlike the classic game, women will collect two hundred and forty dollars of Monopoly money when they pass go, 
while male players will collect the usual 200. The idea is to create a game where the women make more than the men. The first game to do so. Yeah, virtue signal. According to Hasbro. <laughs> Quote, it's a fun new take on the game that creates a world where women have an advantage often enjoyed by men, Hasbro stated. Awesome. By the way, this is also from the Daily Wire. So, I, I who, what was her name? I can't remember. I don't have it here. But uh, Emily's are something. It, it, it's, by the way, subscribe to the Daily Wire. This is so stupid, it's awesome. Uh, I, I actually would really like to buy this game, but I know that Hasbro created like four versions of it, because uh, four copies of it, because they don't really believe this crap. This is all virtue signaling. Um, I want to play a woman with this game, <laughs> because I was never any freaking good at Monopoly. I lost my ass every freaking time. I would love to play... Oh, and by the way, the game's called Ms. Monopoly. Not Mrs., not Miss. Ms. Monopoly. That's awesome. So, I would love to play a woman in this game. Because I lost my ass every time I played Monopoly. I lost it. But I know if this broad that is playing me is getting more money every time she does passes go or whatever. I, I haven't read the rules in the game. If she actually gets more money, then when I lose, oh, well, yeah, I'm supposed to lose. Yay. Yay me. But when I beat the chick, oh, my God, I'm going to look like a freaking real estate genius. I'm going to look like a Donald Trump. And I, you know what? It may make me feel so good about myself. I may walk out there and buy Swampland in Florida. I mean, seriously, it is an awesome concept. They're right. You know what? Let the women let let the women win. That's fine. Um, but when I win, I'm gonna feel absolutely awesome about it. So I gotta be honest with you. I wish they would do this with other games. I wish they would do this with like checkers. I'd never play a guy with checkers outside. I, I would only find women. Let him get the advantage. She wins in checkers. Um, good for you. Yeah, you were supposed to win. But if I win, you suck. I wish they would do this with chess. Chess is one of the most is one of the toughest games in the world. It really is. You have to concentrate. I'm not very good at it. I love the game. But and if I lose because I'm playing a woman, that's fine. I'm supposed to lose. But if I win, you suck! It, that's the whole thing. I want to express my male dominance. And I think the best way to express my male dominance is to actually go in there and play a woman where she has the advantage. And then when I beat her, she sucks. And I'm awesome. And I'm dominant. But if I lose, oh, yeah, well, great, you lost. 
we were playing chess and you had a queen, you had your entire thing, and I'm missing two rooks and a queen. That's okay, you win. Great. I how is it gonna win? But when I get that pawn and I get a queen, and I've already taken your two freaking rooks, you're gonna look really stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't keep this up. It's just such, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. So, good for you, Hasbro. I I love the way you've been virtue singling in the last uh, couple weeks. Last month. Let's give you a month. Uh, keep it up. But make, when you virtue signal and you make these special games, make sure that the regular guy like me can afford them. Because I will buy the game. Not even a question. The last thing you virtue signaled on, I can't remember what it what the game was. I went to look it up. It was $5,000 on eBay. Is because you made like six copies of it. I, I'm not going to do that. So Hasbro, have some balls. Either commit or don't commit. All right, mass produce it. Last story. And this is because, and this is something I made up today because I just watched it last night and it has to do with the uh, election, with the uh, debate. Oh, yeah, there was a Democratic debate yesterday. I'm sure like 16 people watched it. It wasn't on CNN, so maybe it was 33. I don't know. But I watched about an hour and a half of it. I got bored. I wrote a blog and then I did a podcast. So I saw some of it, but I saw the reviews of it. And I think I'm going to just go in and summarize the views. So let's, um, well, I saw an hour of it. So an hour and a half, maybe. I don't know. So I do have opinions about it. Um, uh, Biden won the debate. He sounded old and he needs to get a better denture adhesive. If you didn't see that, his dentures actually popped out of his upper jaw. And he was he was on fire. He knew he had the great answer. And he was using his tongue to not only answer, but to actually push the dentures back into his head. And you could tell, you were even wondering, you could even understand the guy. You had to wonder, did this guy actually have his tongue split so that one part of the tongue pushed the dentures back in and the other tongue allowed him to roll his R's? I don't know. It was awesome. Uh, Bernie came in second, but he looks crazy, so he might have lost it. I, I don't know. Um... He's pretty leftist, so he probably won the whole debate. But i that's going to be more subjective than anything else. Uh, I, I, I mean, my God, that guy just looks like someone needs to feed him some pudding before he goes in a debate so he kind of tones it down. I think pudding, pudding for Bernie Sanders is like the pot for everybody else. Give him some pudding... Let him calm down. Let him... Yeah, he's just something. Um, Elizabeth Warren did not answer one question. And her dishonesty is going to cost her. I think Bernie Sanders is going to beat Elizabeth Warren. And by the way, the difference between Bernie Sanders and uh, Joe Biden is huge. 
I think you're going to see. I think right now they're between 7 and 10 points off from each other. I think you're going to see 12 to 15 points between the two. It, it was really bad. Bernie just looked insane. And Elizabeth Warren looked like a liar. So she got third because nobody else was irrelevant. Okay? And because nobody else was relevant, uh, fourth, who cares? I, 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 the rest are done. Castro, Beto, um, Kamala, uh, the guy with the angry, the black guy with the angry eyes. These guys are all done. They're done. Um, the gal who was throwing freaking notebooks at her staff. They're all done. They're all finished. So, but I think let's let's go from third place to last place. There are two people that probably ended up in last place, and that was Beto, which is Robert O'Rourke, and uh, Julian Castro. Beto wants to break into our houses and steal all our guns because we're all murderers. Okay. Um, yeah, that's Probably not going to resonate with the rest of the country. Probably not a good idea. Um, so I think he's done. Now he's getting all of the news clips. He's getting all of the news sound bites. Um, still, lots of people like their guns. No, we're not giving our guns. This son of a gun actually sat back and has a t-shirt that says, I we will collect your guns or something. I don't care. I didn't bother with it. But, yeah, no, he's he's garbage. He's done. Julian is a... Julian's a meanie to old people. He doesn't like old people. He attacked... Um, he attacked Joe Biden and basic, basically lied about what Joe Biden said and then told Joe Biden, you just don't remember what you said. Uh, no, Joe Biden said exactly what he said. You're misrepresenting Joe Biden. Apparently, I don't know, is this walking? Julian. Julian doesn't realize that people actually write down what everyone says. And so the transcripts actually said, no, Joe Biden did say that. And you're accusing him of forgetting what he said when he actually said it. So he just looked like a jerk. And I, the last jerk retired. So here's here's a story. The people. So who's going to be out? Who's going to be out? Um, Tulsi Gabbard is out. She shouldn't be, but she's going to be out. Um, I think, as a matter of fact, Tulsi Gabbard, who by the way has very moderate ideas, is really hot, and very. Very people can really connect with her, and she's a she's a liberal. She's not a progressive. She's not a leftist. She's a liberal. She'd beat Trump. I mean, this gal did not get on the stage because she was serving in Iraq for three weeks. No, 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 no. So, Tulsi Gabbard's out. Uh, Beto O'Rourke is out. If Beto O'Rourke is basically using the money from his senatorial race to keep him going, but he's done. 
Julian Castro, Julian Castro is out. Um, the chick who is throwing like combs at people, she's gone. Uh, Yang, who I actually don't mind, but he's crazy. He's out. You're gonna have about uh, I, and I want to say that the mayor of uh, Buttigieg should be out. Uh, that's the gay guy. He may stay in just because he's gay, but he should be out. Um, Cory Booker should be out. I know he's going to be out. I can't see how he stays in. Kamala Harris is hanging by her fingertips. She looked, ter she looked insane today. She looked, no, not in insane's a bad thing, but she looked like she was laughing off. She was laughing. No, she looked Joker insane. She she looked bad. So Kamala probably should be gone. The three that are going to be in this race are going to be Biden. Biden is going to be really done. After It's going to be Elizabeth Warren. I'll call it right now. Elizabeth Warren is going to get the nomination. President Trump is going to mess with her beyond all belief. And President Trump's going to win the election. There is nobody out there. Now, the question is, what are the Democrats going to do? Are the Democrats going to do anything? Are they going to sit back and say, Michelle Obama, could you please run? Are they going to bring Tulsi Gabbard in? What are they going to do? Because they're going to lose the 2020 election right now. And Trump, please shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. Sit back and make your snide comments. Shut your mouth. And you win the election. It's that simple. Um, follow me on Twitter at RunninFool. R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Tonight there'll be show notes. I am really proud of yesterday's 9-11 uh, blog. And more so than I am about the podcast. You can follow this podcast on uh, iTunes, on, um, I, uh, what is it called? iPhone, I, well, you can follow this podcast, follow or download or uh, listen to this podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, and YouTube. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.